0: Good evening, church, and I want to welcome you to another Wednesday night service. And I know this is different for us uh, still, uh, even though we've gotten used to Listening to our services online and that kind of thing, but uh, I want to encourage you to uh, continue to remain vigilant in our time of awkwardness and the time in which uh, things are unusual for us. And so let's join together in prayer and ask God to bless us as we uh, join our hearts together. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you have provided so much for us and this time of uncertainty and this time of of, of uneasiness in this time of of strange occurrences and life as abnormal as it's ever been for uh, many of us in this generation Father I, I just pray that uh, praise you that you continue to give us the things that we need we, we all have food on our tables we all have uh, the warmth and uh, well being of our homes we all enjoy the uh, relative ease of communication between one another, though we're not in person, we're able to communicate uh, uh, through other means. And Lord, you've provided us uh, a world of, of wonder in technology and the ability to communicate through. Uh, uh, so many different means. And Lord, we just thank you that uh, all these things have eased uh, the uncertainty and the difficulty of these times. And uh, while we as a church long for the day in which we could come together again in fellowship and union as the body of Christ, Lord, we, uh, we all uh, ache for that time in which we can come together once again as the body of Christ. Lord, we know the importance of uh, safeguarding our health and safeguarding the health of those uh, that we care so much for and those that we care deeply for in our church family and our families at home and and our extended families throughout uh, uh, this area and Lord, we just pray that you 'll continue uh, to give us uh, your grace to give us your uh, 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 long suffering uh, to give us the ability to continue to carry on to continue to uh, to uh, uh, struggle under the strain and to be able to uh, continue to rely upon you father uh, through all the things that we face through all the uh, the uh, difficulties that we face lord we pray that you would help us to rely upon you to hold fast to you to expect uh, your uh, continued care through this difficult time father god i just pray that you'll continue to to encourage us to bless us to to give us your hope and and abiding care and Lord we pray that your blessings would be upon us as we seek to uh, to continue to walk in your way and of and to be in fellowship with you uh, father we pray that you would help us as we open your word today that you would help us and bless us uh, with your word and father that you would encourage us uh, with uh, your uh, message of hope found in your word and Lord that you'd help us to grow ever stronger to Help us to grow uh, ever uh, 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 closer to You. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, let's turn in our Bibles this evening to the book of Luke. I want to encourage you to find uh, Luke chapter 12. And as you do, I want to just... Talk to you for a moment about uh how strange things have been uh so many of us have have uh gone through a period of time where we've spent more time probably with our family than any other time uh that we can remember uh We've spent uh weeks on end. Uh, with our family in close quarters and we've uh, not been around other people and and it's kind of been a novelty to as we've gone about our uh, business and and have had to to venture out to uh, in harm's way to to buy groceries and to, to pick up prescriptions and go to doctors visits uh, those things that the only things that uh, allow us to venture out into uh, public we have had delight in seeing other people that we know and love people in our church family people that uh, that we're uh, friends with to be able to even at six feet distance to be able to to just share a little bit and to talk about what's going on and uh, to be as close as possible uh, maybe across uh, uh, the front yard or Uh, maybe uh, down the street a ways to be able to talk a little bit in somewhat of a in-person quote-unquote situation and uh, we find that uh, though that for the most part uh, uh, it's not been the uh, the great uh struggle and the strain of 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 going through a period of time in which life has been upended uh as say for instance our uh grandparents or or those uh maybe the, of us that are older that that may remember of days uh, in which uh the uncertainty of World War II and and the uncertainty of of other. Situations. I, I watched a documentary a, a while back uh, of about life during the uh, Spanish flu in 1918 and 1919 and 1920, and how people went through their life during the last pandemic that that struck our nation and caused uh, more people to die during that time. Uh, than uh, from the the flu, than uh, actually died during World War One, and how life was upended, and, and so much was uh, was. Uh, was halted because of the fact that that the uh, this virus was going about, and while uh, many things weren 't uh, quite the same in that uh, people in the society of that time didn 't understand and know uh, about viruses didn 't understand what was causing uh, this and didn 't understand uh, things quite in the way that we do now, uh, many people were uh, were infected and killed, and and life was was uh, not normal uh, during that time. And uh, today is it's. Quite different. We understand and know what viruses are. We know and understand the importance of staying away from other people, and yet we're st- sitting in the comfort of our homes, watching TV, watching uh, things, and life. Uh, uh, we have the escapism of of retreating into reading novels, and 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 it's almost been like a, a three week or a month vacation for so many. Uh, uh, it, it's not been quite the scary situation that that faced our nation in 1918 in which uh, whole communities were wiped out and people lost their lives and and weren't uh, uh whole great societies were uh, were nearly wiped out um it's kind of been for us in these days uh, very uh, comfy and casual and it's caused us to be uh, not uh, as diligent as we should. Now I want to point to a passage of scripture that i was reading through luke and and came across that i think that we really ought to to think and consider about if you'll turn with me to luke chapter 12 uh, starting in verse 35 it says let your waists be girded about and your lamps burning and then you will be like people who are awaiting their master Uh, whenever he should return from the banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they will open the door and to him immediately fortunate are those slaves whom the master finds on the alert when he comes amen I say to you he will gird himself suitably and make them recline at the table and will come and serve them and if he comes and finds it so even in the second or the third watch those ones are fortunate know this if the householder had known at what hour the thief was coming he would would not have allowed his house to be broken into so you too must be ready because the son of man comes in an hour in which you do not think he will come peter said lord are you telling this parable to us or to everyone and the lord saith Who then whom the master will appoint over the food serving arrangements uh, to give the food rations at the proper time will prove to be faithful and wise stewards. Fortunate is that slave who when his master comes will find him doing just so. Truly I say to you, he will appoint him over all his goods. But if that slave says to in his heart, my master is delayed in coming, and he begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and to drink and get drunk. Then the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, in an hour which he does not know about, and he will cut him in two and will allocate his him his place with the faithless. That slave who knew his master's will and did not make preparations or act in a accordance with his will will be beaten with many blows but the one who did not know and acted in a matter worthy of blows will be beaten with few blows everyone to whom much is given, much will be required of him. And for the one to whom much is handed over, more will be asked of him. Now, what we see in this passage of Scripture is really a call to the saints, a call to the disciples. Jesus has been uh, giving uh, some uh, uh, instruction to His disciples about the last times. And He's been uh, instructing His disciples about what it will be like when uh, in the last days and and uh, talking about uh, uh, how life should be and and the way in which uh uh the disciples needed to live in preparation for the coming judgment and so Jesus is is trying to help his disciples and help us to understand what life must be like even during these times of uncertainty these times of being unaware of what's coming these times of 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 how life has has been upside down Let, let's face it uh, when we were together as a Church family, even though we uh, knew life was uh, had uh, different times in which we had to prepare for uh, different things like Easter and Christmas and Thanksgiving where we didn't go about the things that we normally would do uh, to be honest, we uh, understood and knew that we as a church family needed to to be about doing things of going about getting into our community sharing the gospel message sharing with people the importance of of community in christ of being in a church of 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 helping uh, uh others to understand the importance of of being a part of the family of god and 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 helping people to realize that that the answers they were searching for the answers they were looking for in the things of this world uh, they just simply weren't finding those answers but that we had the answer for uh the questions that they were having and and the fact that they needed to come and be a part of the family of God needed to be uh, come and and hear the gospel message needed to come and and to share in the study of God's word and, in order to find the uh, the the answers that they were looking for in God's Word, they needed to come and, and study and and be uh, become a disciple of Jesus Christ, become a, someone who was a follower of Jesus Christ, so that they might be able to find the answers to the problems that they have in their life. and And all of this has just upended all of our efforts of doing that. You know, uh, we we were in the process of of planning different events to to, to attract people to come and, and fellowship with us at church and come and be a part of church and see that uh, you know that that they needed to come and be in our fellowship uh, we had had these different plans of having different meals that would attract people to come and, and, and spend time with them and be able to share with them the gospel message and to be able to share with them uh, the love of Jesus Christ to be able to share with people that basically had not been a part of church life and not been exposed to people in church to to share with people that look we're not we're not a group of people that are coming together just simply to uh to you know this is not the uh, you know look there's nothing against being a part of the american legion uh if you're a, a veteran of a war or if you're a veteran of military service to to go and to uh, to have fellowship with other veterans. There's nothing wrong with that, but but our calling has a more specific calling in the in the body of Christ. We're not uh, you know we're not coming together and ha- and I'm not saying that, that you know we're better than people who are part of Rotary and and look those groups have their uh, their benefits uh, you know they raise money for different causes and things like that. But we're not coming together and listening to to one person talk about uh you know their business or their we're not coming together to play bingo. We're not coming together to just play cards or or just to have fellowship with each other. We're coming together with a purpose, with a uh with a with an outline uh Existence and a reason for being together, and that reason is that we have uh, the answers to the problems of life. We have the answers to the questions that the people in the world are, are asking. You know, they—they they, uh, there are so many people in our community that are just in despair. They're—they're they're overwrought with all kinds of problems, and they're trying to find meaning and purpose in—in in life by looking to uh, enjoy just simply enjoy life by playing video games and by uh, going out and getting involved in in sporting events and and getting involved in in groups that like to band together to make sure that that kids across the world have food you know some of those things there's nothing wrong with those things but you can't find meaning and purpose in life in doing those things necessarily uh, we have the answer to what they're looking for the gospel has the answer that fills that hole that burns within them that thing that, that, that emptiness in their life that they're searching for uh, something to fill the Holy Spirit God's word fills their life with meaning and purpose and hope and and we have the gospel message that 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 can bring significant to people in their lives and and We've in this period of time feel as though we're you know we're we're sitting back and we're waiting for answers in terms of uh, the vi- uh, you know the COVID virus we're waiting for the all clear to come out like uh, uh, like the people did during the uh, the bombing raids in Britain where they you know they were underground and they were they're waiting for the all clear sign that says that they can come out and resume life we're all waiting in the bunkers of our homes, waiting for the all clear uh, to say that we can come out and be in social circumstances once again. but. But let me just share with you that I feel as though God is telling us, look, we need to be ready. We need to be ready when God places an opportunity before us to share the gospel. He says, let you, uh, you, we need to be ready and alert and on the job, ready for when uh, that time comes. He says, let your waist be girded up and your lamps burning. He says, you need to be like the servant who is not going about uh life just like uh everything is all normal and everything is is relaxed and life is is without um any demands, we need to have our loins girded. We need to. Uh, what happened was, is when you were uh, leisurely, leisurely sitting about your home, uh, you would allow your robes to fall and to be uh, uh, loose about your legs, and you would be in that comfort of just living life with you uh, uh, without uh, any kind of preparation. But when it was time to get down to the nitty gritty, when it was time to get busy. And get working when it was time to, to be about doing something you would gird your loins you would uh, lift your robe and you would uh, gird it up underneath your belt and so it makes something similar to like pants and you would be ready to get uh, to work and, and Jesus is saying look we need to have our waist girded about us ready and have our lamps burning we need to be prepared for when the master returns we will be ready he he says, "You'll be like people who are waiting for their master when he should return." And listen, listen. Let's be honest. This is like an image of a of a servant who's waiting for the master to come back from a feast, waiting for the master to return from a, bri- a, a banquet. And you don't sit about waiting for the master to return from whatever business he's done and you're just leisurely laying about, uh, just being uh, 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 reckless about the things. He says, we need to be uh, like the servant who is is uh, going about the business of being ready for the master. He says, uh, so that we'll be like uh, the servant when the master comes and he knocks, that we'll be ready immediately to open the door that we'll have lights lit and that the, the lamps will be trimmed so that there'll be light for the master when he comes into the home so that even in in the midst of the second and third hour when it's late at night when it's late and, and you're still waiting and the master hasn't come you're not lollygagging around you're not like the servant who's over there pretending to be the master who's beating on the other... Ser- uh, servants and and eating and drinking and getting drunk uh, because he doesn't think that the master is about to come. Listen, we we're sitting around, we're waiting, and we're thinking that. <coughs> Excuse me. We're acting as if all the, uh, the, the there's nothing to worry about, and we're not about doing the servant, uh, service of the Lord. We're not about doing the work. He says we need to be ready. We need to be like the servant who is fortunately found, uh, who is alert and ready, who is doing the work that we're supposed to be doing, that when the master comes, he finds us about uh, the business of the household, making ready like we're supposed to, it's like being in your office, and and the boss comes around the corner, and he finds you doing your work, and you're doing everything as hard as you can. You're not sitting around just chit chatting with your coworkers. You're not uh, sitting there taking a break, doing nothing, and or sitting looking on the internet, looking at eBay or or looking at Facebook or something like that. You're at hard at work, and you're doing, and you're getting the work done that needs to be done, and you're ahead of production. You're ahead of of the task and you're not lollygagging around. He said, uh, fortunate is the servant who finds uh, uh, the master finds him hard at work. I say he uh, he will gird himself suitably and make him uh, make them recline at the table. And what is he saying? When the master comes in and he finds that the servant is doing right, normally what would happen is is that the servant would go about serving the master. He would have the master sit down and recline at the table. He would have the master to sit there and to to be served and do like his service requires of him to serve the master. He says when the master comes home and finds that the slave the the servant is doing what he should do, the uh, the master will cause the slave to sit down the slave to recline at the table the slave to he'll go and the master will serve the slave he says when uh, uh, the master will gird himself and cause the servant to recline at the table and will serve him why because he is rewarding the servant for doing what he's supposed to be about doing he's giving reward to the servant of the slave who's been about the task of Serving the master who's been faithful in his work, he says, uh, "Woe!" Uh, he says, "But instead, you don't want to be the servant who is found lollygagging around and doing whatever he should." And he points that out later on. He says, "Uh." uh, uh He says, uh, fortunate is the slave, in verse 43, uh, when his master comes, will find him doing just right. Truly I say to you, he will appoint him over all his goods. He'll reward him. Not only will it cause him to recline at the table and be served by the master, but he'll reward him. He'll make him the steward of the house. He'll make him over all his goods. And he says, but if the slave says in his heart, now he says, this is the warning. He says, listen, if you find, if you're sitting around lollygagging around and, and you're acting as, and saying, look, the master hadn't come back, he's not going to come back tonight. He's probably going to stay over there at the at the uh, banquet and he's not coming for a long time. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to eat the master's food. I'm going to drink the master's drink. I'm going to sit here and pretend that I'm the master and I'm going to sit and, and punish other servants. I'm going to sit here and, and beat on the other servants servants uh, that uh, he says woe to him he says look then the master verse 46 of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him an hour which he does not know about and he will cut him in two and will allocate him his place with the faithless he says judgment will come upon those of us who uh, if we find ourselves saying look the master's not going to come I'm going to just sit about doing whatever I want to do I'm going to just pretend like uh, I've got all the time in the world I'm not going to be busy about the Lord's work. I'm not going to do what's required of me. I'm not going to do what I should do instead I'm going to sit here and do whatever I want to I'm going to do whatever I feel like doing and I'm going to just sit here and do and just lollygag around and all that then the master's going to come home and he's going to say uh, he's going to cut that servant in two he's going to uh, cut him down and he's going to cause him to uh, receive great punishment that slave is not doing what the master wants him to do he says but uh if you are the wise servant, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Fortunate is the servant who finds him doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Uh, He's going to uh, be rewarded. Uh, Listen, we need to be about doing what God calls us to do. We need to be about being, doing the things that we should be doing uh, because we do not want to be punished for not serving the Lord the way that we should be serving. We need to be, uh, serving God in the way that we should be serving Him. Uh, He says, if you want to be punished, go ahead, uh, act a fool. Uh, Just go about your business as if nothing's happening. Uh, Just pretend like uh, the master's not coming home. Uh, The smart servant will be about the master's business. Listen, folks, we're the disciples. Uh, Look, uh, Peter asked him in the middle of this, uh, Jesus, are you talking to us or are you talking to other people? And Jesus just goes about and he says, Who then uh, is... Uh, the master, who will appoint to serving uh, the food arrangement, uh, making the proper arrangements, being faithful and wise steward? He's saying, Look, if this isn't for you, then who is it for? Listen, folks, we need to be about the Lord's work. We need to be about serving God. We need to serve God in the right manner, in the right way. We need to be doing God's work. We need to be found faithful. Look, in this time in which everyone's uh, lying back and we're just seeing, uh, saying, Hey, you know, I can't do anything. I'm shut up in my home. I can't be about serving God. Oh, really? You can get on that phone and you can call people that you know, they're hurting. You can call people that are all alone and need encouragement. You can call people and tell people that, uh, that we miss them and we miss encouraging them and being in fellowship with them. You can call up people who haven't been a part of church and saying, listen, uh, uh, we're thinking about you, even in this time of separation. Uh, we can sit down and write notes, and and tell people, and uh, and send cards uh, through the mail, and say, "Hey, we're thinking about you, even in this time of separation." We want you to know that when, as soon as we can be back in fellowship, we'd love to have you in our fellowship uh, at Mount Olive Baptist Church. We'd love for you to come back and be a part of church services, uh, so you can hear the gospel message, and you you can hear the Word of God. In this time of, of, of uh, being at home and not being able to do things, not being, about, uh, being able to go about work as usual, we've got tons of time where we could be about uh, doing all kinds of work where we could uh, focus on doing the things that we couldn't do before because we just uh, thought we didn't have enough time now we've got all kinds of time we can be about uh, being diligently in prayer for those who are without Christ Being, uh, you know, that doesn't require you to be in contact with anybody that doesn't require you to go and place yourself in danger by going and visiting people or anything like that you can be about uh, writing emails or writing text messages encouraging one another Uh, This is the time in which God requires us to think outside the box and how we can serve Him, how we can uh, live for Him, how we can be about... Uh, doing the things that we can to continue to share the gospel we don't need to uh, just because we can't come together as a church in the house of God we can come together in service to God in our homes and be about living for God Look, uh, we can't just simply turn off our Christianity turn off our responsibility to service to God we need to be about serving Him in unusual ways in ways that we we never thought of in ways that we uh, haven't taken advantage of before let's be about serving God you in new and unique ways write notes in, uh, on postcards and sending them out you don't have to go even go to the uh, post office just simply put money in your uh, mailbox with uh, letters and they'll uh, put stamps on them and they'll send them out to people and make sure that they uh, receive the letter listen and my creditors the people i owe money to the uh, the the uh, city of Pelham uh with my utilities uh the credit card companies all that kind of thing they're not bashful about still sending out notes to you to tell you that you still owe money and so that means the mail still works and the uh, the postman still delivers the mail i don't know if they're irradiating that mail or whatever but it's uh but they keep sending me mail and putting mail in my mailbox, I guarantee you that we can still be putting mail in our mailboxes and sending out mail to those who are uh, in our community that need to know the gospel message, that need to hear a message for someone who still uh, who loves the Lord and st- uh, that they still care about them and want them to know about Jesus Christ, want them to know about the love of Christ in their life. Uh, we can pick up the phone. Look, you've got the ability to even do FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, all these different ways of, of communicating with people. We still have the ability to visit with uh, with other people uh, through a variety of measures and means. Well, even if it's just simply picking up that old telephone, uh, maybe you still got one of them Princess Trimline phones in your house or one of those old uh, A-model uh, types of telephones uh, that you used to have to rent from the AT&T. You can pick up that receiver and dial with your finger uh, even if you got rotary dial uh, phone numbers and dial up people and call them and let them know that hey we're praying for them hey we th- we're we still thinking about them hey they still need to know about Jesus and the love of Jesus Christ in their life In a time now when people are so confused about what's coming tomorrow so in need of a word of, of encouragement so in need of, of assurance that God is still in control now is the day to continue to serve God and to be found faithful of serving Him. Let's get together as a church family and continue to serve God. Let's be found faithful even in this time of, of unusual circumstances, of serving God, of being faithful to reach people in our community and everywhere with the gospel message of Jesus Christ. It's my hope and prayer that we will be found faithful when the Master comes, when whenever that may be, that we'll be found faithful. It's my hope that we'll do just that. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, help us to be found faithful. Help us to be found encouraging others, sharing the gospel. Help us to to know that others still need to hear the gospel message and help us to be faithfully serving You even in this time of difficulty. Lord, I thank you for your love. I thank you for the assurances that you give us in Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to share the peace that comes with knowing you as Savior and Lord with others who are so in doubt, so questioning what will come tomorrow. Lord, help us to be found faithful in Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much, church, for listening. And thank you for uh, your patience. And uh, it's my hope and prayer that we'll still faithfully serve God in this time of need. Until next time, God loves you and so do I.